Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast with Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Pastor Bob conducts personal interviews with Christian influencers from around the globe, helping Christian authors, recording artists, CEOs, entrepreneurs, nonprofit leaders, and yes, pastors and ministry leaders to get the word out about what they are doing to impact the world with the gospel. Our podcast has been rated in the top one half percent of all podcasts in the world by listennotes.com, so you know your message will be heard. Now, here is your host with today's interview, Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads podcast today. We're so blessed that you are joining us in the hustle and bustle of our daily lives, finding a balance between our personal and professional responsibilities can often seem like an insurmountable challenge. The constant stream of tasks and distractions and interruptions, it can leave us feeling overwhelmed and drained, and and they're robbing us of the clarity and, and the focus we need to thrive. But our guest today is a guiding light in the world of productivity who specializes in helping individuals just like you and I to cut through the noise and transform the way you approach your day. Mark Struchesky, affectionately known as Mr. Productivity, has years of experience as a productivity coach. Mark brings a fresh approach to your daily grind. He's not just about managing tasks. He helps you to reframe how you view and handle your day. And this ultimately leads you to a more productive and fulfilling life. He's also the author of a few books. One of them is How to Overcome Roadblocks on the Path to Your Success. It's available on Amazon. And his time with us today, he's going to fill us in for a a few ways to make our days more productive in this distraction-filled world. Amen? In addition, Mark, in his own words, is sold out for Jesus, praise God. And Mark has been on our program before. It's been a couple of years, but he's back today. Help us welcome back to the program Mr. Productivity himself, Mark Struchesky. Mark, it is so good to talk to you again, brother. It's been a while. Robert, after that, you read the introduction. I'm like, who is this guy? I want to meet this guy. (laughs) (laughs) No, seriously, I am uh, so blessed and thankful that you agreed to have me back on the show. I can't believe it's been two years, but I remember I had a good time the first time. Uh, You're a very good conversationalist. I don't like to be interviewed. I like to have a conversation with people. And I think audiences like that, too, because they feel like they're eavesdropping on our conversation. That's right. And and I tell people, I like having it like we're, sitting at a kitchen table over a cup of coffee, just having a conversation. Yes, sir. And and that's what I try and and bring, bring forth. Amen. Now, the last time you were on was 2019. Man, that was five (laughs) years ago. Wow. (laughs) And way back in episode 578. That's like 900 episodes ago for me. (laughs) (laughs) I know there's a lot going on since then. So let's get started with this question that I always ask first. For those who may not have heard our first conversation, can you tell us in your own words, who is Mark Trocheski? Well, I am now officially an orphan. I lost my mom in 22 and my dad in 23. But I'm just a guy who looks at life every day as a little child on Christmas morning when you woke up and you couldn't wait to see what Santa Claus brought you. I actually live that way every day. I identify as Tigger from Winnie the Pooh. And I think everyone should wake up every day and 
love life. I, I don't care if you're fully healthy or or you have some challenges. You should thank God that he gave you another day on this planet. And I think if we just spread that that positivity and that happiness, it can be very infectious. Let's not talk about the infectious diseases. Let's yeah. talk about the infectiousness of being thankful and being positive and being kind to one another. Yeah. Amen. Amen. That's good. I kind of relate to Winnie the Pooh myself. But, uh, okay. <laughs> you don't wear pants. Is that what you're trying to tell us? <laughs> Shirt on, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, well, let's catch up a little bit. How did you first get started in becoming a productivity expert? Well, this has changed since the last time we spoke five years ago. I used to tell people the the critical point of my life was when I was fired in July of 2005. And then another coach saw in me how productive I was. And he encouraged me to take that gift to the world. But the more I reflected on it, I was raised that way. So I had to give all thanks to mom and dad because I was raised in a household where chores had to be done. Homework had to be done. Bedtime was thus and such. And I remember I'm old enough to remember, and I know you probably are too, Robert, when there were no VCRs or streaming or cable or satellite. And my favorite show was MASH. Do you remember MASH? Oh, yeah. And yeah. that show was on at 8 o'clock, and you had to watch it live for those of you in the audience <laughs> who are younger. And so I had to have my bath done, teeth brushed, homework done, because I you, you couldn't pause it. There, it was live TV back right, then. Exactly. And I so I have to give credit to my parents because I didn't know I was going to be Mr. Productivity back then. But I was raised that this is what we do. I was raised on time is late. You always show up 10, 15 minutes early. That's the way I was raised. So Thank you to mom and dad for raising me as Mr. Productivity before I even know what the word productivity meant. Yeah, amen, amen. I tell my grandkids all the time, if you're on time, you're already late. If you yep. show up early, you're never late. Yeah. That's right, 100%. Yep. Amen. When someone reaches out to you and they ask, how can I become more productive? I'm, I know that's a big open-ended question for you, but, you know, so how do you try and narrow them down? I mean, what, what kind of questions should they already be asking themselves in this area? What's interesting is even though I'm known as Mr. Productivity and I'm, I'm a productivity coach, no one has ever come to me and says, Mark, how can I be more productive? They come to me and says, oh my gosh, I am so overwhelmed with my to-do list and all the activities and all the assignments and all the projects in my calendar. And so the first thing I teach everyone, whether it's in my community or one-on-one -on -one coaching is we have to get clear. What do you want? And that question is when I ask that people what they want, they look at me like when a dog cocks their head, when they hear a high pitched sound, cause they've never stopped and go, what do I want? I, I never thought about that. So before we can talk about goals and planning and all this stuff, have to find out what do you want? And sadly, Robert, most people haven't a clue because they haven't gifted themselves, gift, G-I-F-T, gifted themselves a an opportunity to sit down and say, what do I want to do with my life? Put aside my kids, my spouses, my friends, my colleagues, what do I want? And I encourage everyone who's listening to this conversation right now to ask themselves, are you clear or am I clear? Do I know what I want for my life? And most people 
go, how do I do that? Well, you get one of these old-fashioned things called a pen. And don't do this electronically. Get a pen, get yourself a notebook, go someplace quiet. Uh, I have to make sure people understand that means no technology. Leave your phone behind or at least turn it off. And, and just ask yourself, journal, what do I want out of life? And when people do this exercise, Robert, they're like, oh my gosh, I haven't thought about this in years. So gift yourself the time to think about what do you want out of life? And remember, this is a free exercise. So if you want to have a mansion on Mars, write it down. Don't, don't judge. Don't go. That's a silly idea. Go with the idea of saying, I'm just going to let my dreams pour out of my head onto the paper. Amen. Amen. You know, you, you mentioned that. And I remember you said that a long, long time ago. And I want to show you right here is my journal sitting wow. right here. So if a inspiring, inspiring thought comes to me, well, that's good. <laughs> just reach for the journal, write it down, how it applies to me, what I can use to, to make that happen. And, all that. You got to write them down. See, yeah, people uh, just this morning on LinkedIn, there was a post about to-do lists and people are saying, oh, to-do lists are evil and, and all this negative stuff. And I'm like, I disagree. Okay. Yeah. Here's the thing. One of my favorite aspects about my to-do list is called the someday list. So if I have an idea of something I want to do someday, I'm not going to trust my brain to remember it. So I right. open up my app and I add it. Now my brain can go, okay, he put it someplace, I can let it go. So I, I think people need to keep either an app close by or a notebook. I wouldn't use a, a piece of scrap paper like an old no. note, uh, an old envelope, but keep something by you. And when an idea inspires you, like your notebook, mm -hmm. go ahead and write it down because your brain is going to try desperately to hold on to the idea until it knows, oh, they put it someplace safe. Now your brain can let it go and focus on something else. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Let me ask you this. What are the top three strategies you use to help you achieve more in your own business? I, I think that'll shed some light for, for some of us to evaluate where we're at in our own self-evaluations. The first one is going to seem really strange to people. They're going to look at me like, what does it have to do with productivity? Number one, get outside. Amen. Get outside without Amen. your tech. One of the things I like to do, I live in Houston, Texas. I love to go outside in my backyard wearing just my shorts on a sunny day. So my feet are, are on the ground grounding. I'm getting God's sun on my body for create vitamin D. I'm reading my Kindle. So I'm exercising my brain. I'm breathing in fresh air. I'm hearing the wind. I'm hearing the birds chirp. And it's amazing. So I encourage people, if you can't do that, if you live someplace cold, put a jacket on and go for a walk. You don't have to go for a marathon or ride a marathon or whatever. Just get outside, do some walking around because we spend too much time behind our computers Amen. and we need to get out away from our technology and get out in nature. And if you don't know, you say, I don't live near nature, your backyard, that's nature. Okay. It's fresh air. Number two, tell your time where to go instead of wondering where it went. A lot of people are just flying by the seat of their pants. They're just trying to wing it. Don't wing it. Sit down at the end of every day and say, what do I need to do tomorrow that's going to make me feel like I had a productive day? Yeah. And then write it down, either in a journal, on your calendar, someplace, so you know. So at the end of tomorrow, you can go, hmm, I wanted to do four things. I did three. I had a pretty good day. 
So don't wing it. Okay, so we got go outside and then we have got tell your time where to go instead of wondering where it went. And number three, don't do wall to wall days. I remember I had one coach and they would do coaching calls from sunrise to sunset. And that never appealed to me. So I'm not telling people that you shouldn't do it because I don't do it. I'm saying figure out what works for you. So I do this interview with you. I'm sorry, this conversation with you. <laughs> and then I go take a break. Now, when I take a break, I don't mean I go out and watch YouTube videos or scroll TikTok. For me, a break is I go create some content for my social media platforms. So I get high energy and then I, okay, do something easy. Then I do something that takes a lot of brain and something that's easy. That works for me. And that's taken me probably 15 years to figure that out. But I think it's really important that people don't keep going. I think you should find a rhythm for you and some people may call it the Pomodoro technique where you work, break, work, break, work, break. And again, break doesn't mean you go goof off. It means you do something that tastes less brain power because this way I get through the end of the day and I don't get tired. Now, I'm pretty much screens off by 7.30 at night. I'm sound asleep by 8.15 and I'm awake at five o'clock, seven days a week. So around seven o'clock, I go from like 90% battery to like, 5% and the light starts flashing because my brain goes, okay, had a great day. Uh, if you ever watch a Star Wars movie where C-3PO is, uh, I think it's the original Star Wars, The New Hope, and C-3PO says, well, can I shut down? And Han Solo goes, yeah, you can shut down. That's what happens to me around 7 o'clock. My body goes, okay, dude, it's time to go to bed because you're tired. So those are the just three of the tips I, I should uh, share with people. Yeah, amen. You know, you talk about Man managing your schedule instead of your schedule manage you and uh you know there oh probably about six months ago it was managing me and you know it's just constant from sunrise to sunswell it was going from you know i get up five o'clock in the morning myself my first hour is just spent that's my prayer time mm -hmm. bible study time and all that then, you know, start getting ready for interviews about nine and I'd run it through to nine, 10 o'clock at night, you know, mm. and, uh, you know, just not interviews, but, you know, one man shows, you know, I'm doing everything like you're talking about and trying to fit in things. My wife said, when can we go to the grocery store? Uh, this would be like <laughs> Tuesday, right? Uh, I can go Friday afternoon. You know, that's how hectic wow. my life was. Right. And finally this year I said, I'm not doing this anymore. You know, I'm going to, I'm, I got to figure out how to do this. So I decided, I remember when I first started in podcasting, I was following John Lee Dumas. He's oh yeah. Former cavalry officer, same as me. And I met him at a podcast conference and walked up to him, just dropped a cab phrase. And when we stood there talking for 15 minutes <laughs> and I asked him, how do you do one episode every single day? You know, I mean, this, you know, and he said, simple. I just book out three days, the first day of the month. And for 10 hours, that's all I do are interviews every day. And then it's done for the month, you know? And uh, so I said, well, I don't have a team behind me, you know, able to edit these things and publish them and all that. So what I did, I set aside the first week of the month. Boom. This is, I'm doing my, all my interviews rest of the month i'm working on my other stuff <laughs> and uh, it's it's worked you know the, uh, here we are now at the time of this recording it's february 
and January worked like a charm, and you know February is lined up the same way. And you know, like I said, I, I mentioned to you, I got five interviews today. You know, but uh, you know, I got five interviews today, four tomorrow, and I'm done for three weeks. <laughs> nice. Know? So, you know, so but now see, the I can thing is, focus on other things. Yeah, but see, that works for you. Now, for me, I had this crazy idea. Uh, Christmas Eve day in 2020, I said, I'm going to go every day in 2021 with a new episode. And I started on Christmas day and I made it all the way until the third week of October, 2021. Wow. And it got to be exhausting. I started getting lazy. I started putting anybody who had had a microphone on my show and my show <laughs> suffered. And then I realized, okay, I started doing five episodes a week. Then I went to three. Then I went to two. Now the Mr. Productivity podcast is every Monday. And as we were talking in the green room before we started, I'm going back and taking older episodes like episode five, episode six. And if they don't, because I try to make my episodes evergreen and I'm putting a new intro and new outro on them, but no one's going to go back and listen to episode six. First of all, it was called the Mark Strachowski podcast back then. Mm -hmm. And they would be confused because the artwork would say the Mr. Productivity podcast, but then I'd talk about the Mark Strachowski podcast. So I'm kind of taking that content as long as it's still serving people and repurposing it because it's yeah. good stuff. And I know no one's going to listen to all our episodes. And yeah. so I want to help people out by taking my best stuff and repurposing it so they can listen to it today. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. What are some of the things you learned over the years of doing this that you wish you would have known when you started and that you try to pass along to your clients now? You should make life fun. And one of the things when I started after I got fired in July, 2005, I was so serious. I love that line in the uh, Batman movie with the Joker where he goes, why so serious? <laughs> you got to have, we were not created to got to make the donuts. For those of you who remember the old Dunkin' Donuts commercial, God wants us to have fun in this life. And when I see people who are, oh, I got to go to work. Well, you don't have to go to work. Yeah, I do. Well, no, you can choose to be homeless and not have a roof over your head. You could choose to get another job. So I think we need to have fun. I think people, and I got caught up in this. I, I want to become a millionaire. Uh, I want to become a billionaire, a trillionaire, a gazillionaire. Well, here's the issue. Gary Vaynerchuk shared something very interesting on his platforms a couple of weeks ago. He said, you should be chasing happiness, not wealth. Because he said, I know people who make $50,000 a year. And they get to go to all their kids' events, all the kids' recitals, their ball games. They get to have family meals, and they love life. And he goes, I know people who have $50 million in the bank, and they're miserable. So I have, at 58 years old, I wish, I hope I can have both happiness or wealth. But I have to choose, I'll tell, take happiness. Because people who are healthy are more productive. They tend to be healthier. These are people you want to hang around. Just because you have a lot of money, you could be a curmudgeon. And I don't want to be a curmudgeon. I want to be a tigger. Tigger's not a curmudgeon. Neither is Winnie the Pooh. You don't want to be an Eeyore. So we love exactly. Eeyore, but we love Eeyore, but he's a curmudgeon, right? Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. Oh, you have a book on Amazon, How to Overcome Roadblocks on a Path to Your Success. I don't talk about that book anymore, Robert. No, that book really? is another lifestyle. I, I, I want wow. people to go to my website because – the book I didn't sell any of those books, by the way. I have two books, self published, didn't sell one. People saying you got to create a new book. 
I'm not feeling it. My passion right now is my podcast. As you know, Amen. I love podcasting as much as you do. So I always tell people to go to my website. And if you don't mind, I love to give the website so they can go there. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So just, it's real simple. Mrproductivity.com. M-I-S-T-E-R. Mrproductivity.com. You can find out my podcast, my blog. You can find out about my email newsletter, my paid community. Everything is there, but you won't find my books for sale because that was a different life, Robert, a different <laughs> life. I, I, I go back and look at those books in my house every once in a while. I'm like, what was I thinking? So will I write another book? Maybe people ask me about it, but see, people ask you to write a book. Like you know how much effort it is to take to write a book. You just go buy it for 20 bucks and read it, but there's a lot going oh, into writing boy. a book. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is so true. Amen. Amen. You know, I know everybody asks you about the good stuff, but as we get ready to wrap up, tell us about something that, that did not go the way Mr. Productivity figured it would and what you learned from that. <laughs> Besides not writing books anymore. When I got fired in 2005 and I talked to my wife and I said, Hey, I'd like to get this entrepreneur thing a, a shot. And I didn't know what I was doing. And I literally thought I'm not lying to you. Cause you're a man of God. I can't lie to you. I really thought, Hey, Mark Stuchowski hung a shingle out. Boom. Here comes the wealth. Jeff Bezos, Warren Buffett. Here I come. No. That didn't happen. And I, I unashamedly tell people from when I was fired until the end of 2020, I made a total of $50,000, not a year total because I was spending money on all these coaches and courses and conferences. I had no idea what I was doing. I was spending money. My family didn't, my family needed for other stuff. I made so many mistakes. And so when I go on people's shows, I'm like, it's not going to be easy. If you leave a $50,000 a year job, it's going to take you a lot of years to get up to that 50,000. Because remember when you work for the corporate man, you go to work, they give you a check. But when you work for yourself, you have to do it all on your own. And you get there like, Oh, Oh, no one's going to, Oh, I'm a one man man. You don't realize that it sounds good. I'm my own boss. Yeah. You're on your own boss. You're also your own boss and your own employee. So I'm in a better position now, but one of the things I like about being a solopreneur is I'm a big real football fan. I know you're American football fan. I fall in love with European football. Uh. We call it soccer in America. So my team is playing this afternoon. So I work all the way up until kickoff and people go, you watch football or soccer during a week? I'm like, yeah, how can you do that? Well, I work for myself. Number two, I I allowed myself to, because I'm like, okay, the game's from two to four. So I'm going to work from seven to two. You can't, you can't do this in corporate world. You can't like turn the game on and ignore your job. But the, one of the freedoms you can do, like you do five interviews today, it's your freedom. So I will be watching football this afternoon, guilt-free, and I'll be able to look at my to-do list. and like, wow, I got everything done. I wanted to get done today. Did an interview with Robert. I'm good to go. Amen. And so that's one thing I love. I love the freedom to be able to do things that bring me joy, quite frankly. Amen. Amen. Tell us about your Mr. Productivity podcast. I mean, what do you share on that program? All things productivity. So what I like to do is I try to break things down as simple as possible because I believe complexity is the gateway to procrastination. So I don't want people just to listen and go, huh, yeah, that's a, that's a nice topic Mark talked about today. I want them to do something, as I'm sure you do. 
Because yeah. if you if it's like reading a book, if you go out and buy a book and you read a book and then you put the book on the shelf and you don't do anything, you wasted your time and your money. If you listen to any podcast, Robert's podcast, my podcast, and you don't do anything, you wasted that that time of your life. So my goal of the podcast is is not how much how many minutes it is. It's how can I create content that's going to help people do something to improve their lives. And one of the people I love best on podcasting is Joe Rogan. Now, I don't like his language, but the fact is Joe Rogan was doing podcasts before there were podcast players. He hard-coded everything. And he just, like you, has conversations with people. I think people who just have conversations like you are awesome. I stopped doing interviews in December 2022 because I realized that I was doing so much editing with my guests and I was not doing any editing with my show and it was causing me stress and stress takes away the joy. So I flipped doing just my own podcast and I had to do very little editing because I'm not saying it to be bragging, but I do it all the time like you do. And there's probably a lot less editing. Like when you have a a true podcast professional on your show, which I'd like to think myself as one, you have to do less editing because we've been doing it a while and you don't do the ums, you knows, and the so's. And so I started doing my own show uh, because Gary Vaynerchuk told me, and not me, but his audience in spring of 2017, everyone needs to have a podcast because the future is voice and audio. And he was right. And so I launched mine in July 2017. And here I am near coming up on seven years, seven years of doing my podcast. And I did rebrand it in December 2022 from the Mark Stucheski podcast, amazingly, no one could find it unless you're from Poland, to the Mr. <laughs> Productivity podcast. Now people are actually finding it because it makes sense. Hey, Amen. Hey, Amen. Yeah, the, uh, the you know, I, this one started in, uh, it started December of 2017, but it actually kicked off in January of 2018. So we're in our sixth year now. Praise Excellent. Amen. Excellent. Amen. Amen. See, Before when people come around, to me, well, one more thing. When people say, well, I want to get into podcasting, I'm like, don't do it for money. You're not Joe Rogan. You're not going to get a $100 million Spotify contract. The same thing. Yep. Do it because you want to help people. If you start there, if you start going for the money, you're going to fail. And people go, well, what do you know? I'm like, I've been doing this almost seven years. I think I know what I'm talking about. Don't do it for the money. Do it for the joy. Yeah, that, I'll get asked, well, I hear people monetize in their pocket. Oh, you can monetize it. But you're not going to retire from it, <laughs> you <know? laughs> unless you're Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I say, you know, well, you know, a lot of people, you know, Joe Rogan. I say, you're not Joe Rogan. <laughs> you know? say, he was famous before he started his podcast. Yes. You know? so, <laughs> he had a million followers. Yes, hundred percent, hundred percent. Before we run out of time, let's talk about your coaching program. How are you helping others? do everything that we just talked about, you know, to get more productive in their life and business. Well, as most coaches do, they, they keep tweaking their programs. I finally got my nailed down. So I have a, my newsletter is called the productive life. My community, my paid community is called the productive life community. And what it involves is a live masterclass every month where I give a topic that I think that they could get benefit from. And then I do live Q and a at the end. And then you also get, replays from like the past 22 masterclass they've done. We have a private WhatsApp group. So if you want to ask questions or share wins, and then you also get six one-on-one calls with me once a month over the course of a year or so. I like this because I like seeing all the people on the screen. I will tell you when you start a membership, 
it is really challenging because you think if you build it, they will come. They won't. Uh, you have to build it up. So I do one-on-one -on -one coaching, but I really love the group coaching because you get other people will say, oh, you know what I did in that situation? And so you get the, the community aspect. So they can find out everything about my coaching at mrproductivity.com. Amen. Amen. Mark, this has been so good. I'm so blessed that we we're able to catch up. And is there anything you'd like to say to our listeners before we close? Just choose happiness. Wake up every day. Remember when you woke up as a little girl or a little boy and it was Christmas morning. You couldn't wait to see what Santa brought. Have that feeling of joy. We were not put on this earth by God, our creator, to be miserable curmudgeons. We yeah. were put here to have joy and if you are struggling to make ends meet uh are you alive do you have two arms two legs i mean i only have one eye i was born blind in my left eye i'm happy you have to choose if you don't know who winnie the pooh is go look up winnie the pooh i'm tigger robert says he's winnie the pooh just he wears pants but be joyful we were meant to be joyful be thankful that you woke up every day because you one day you were not going to wake up so live every day with pure joy. Amen. Amen. And if someone has a question or they'd like more information on your coaching program or the podcast or anything we discuss, one more time, how can they get in touch with you? Mrproductivity.com. M-I-S-T-E-R. Mrproductivity.com. Amen. Amen. I'll put links to this in the show notes below. Folks, who out there does not want or need to become more productive? Not just in your job, but in life itself. Mm -hmm. Amen. You can improve. You can become more productive. You can do this. And with Mark's help, do it quickly and more efficiently. Praise God. Drop down the show notes, click the links right there, reach out to Mark, see what he can do to help you take those very important first steps in your life. Amen. Mark, again, I want to thank you for coming back on the program today and catching up with us and blessing our listeners with all this great information. Thank you, Robert. See you in five years. <laughs> hope not. Hope it's sooner than that. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Folks, that's all the time we have for today. For Mark Straszewski and myself, this passed the Bible reminding you to be blessed in all that you do. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast so you can be notified when another episode is published. With over 800 interviews and 1,000 published episodes, Pastor Bob is known as a podcasting expert for helping others to create their own podcast to share their messages with the world. Please visit our website at www.podcastersforchrist.com. That web address again is www.podcastersforchrist.com for more information. Until next time, be blessed in all that you do. Thank you.